Good, Anthony. Um, if anyone's not aware, Anthony is an artist. Probably no one knows this. I checked his Twitter page, and there's a reason why no one knows because he gets no engagement. But he does make art. Makes art for absolutely no one, from what I'm, I'm understanding. You know. Okay, so Anthony, what? Sorry, I. Hey, what's up, Alex? Hey, what's up, Alex? I don't know if you rugged. I didn't hear that. I um, part. yeah, I, I I definitely rugged. My alarm had went off. I um, so you are doing art in Web three. I'm looking for an artist. I'm in I'm in the process of trying to find maybe like a couple of artists to do stuff, but I don't know what type of art you kind of do. Um, so real quick, just so I can give everyone an understanding why I'm having this conversation. Anthony was bitching and moaning on the timeline. Let me go find it. I want to be interviewed. Uh, what did he say? I want to be interviewed in a space or a podcast somewhere to talk more about my art. I don't know what entails with that, but I think it isn't very, it's very important that we, 
I go around and talk to the people that are building Web3. You know, you're putting down the sticks for uh, my existence here. I wouldn't be here if there wasn't art. I wouldn't be here if there wasn't for um, people that develop shit. So those two people, artists and developers, in my mind, never get the attention they deserve. Uh, I don't know why the world works this way. I don't. Because, like, you think about it. We wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for people like Anthony. So it's very important that I go out of my way to talk to people like Anthony. So, Anthony, when did you get involved in NFTs and Web3? Let's start there. Yeah, thanks for having me no, on. No, don't do it. that shit, uh, dude. So Come on. I know, I know, I know. Uh, All right, so uh, 2021, uh, early, uh, to the, early 2021. I don't know. If, wait, I got to stop you. Luckily, I got a mute button. Um, I don't know how I could have made it more transparent that it, this is for selfish reasons. This wasn't to, like, please you at all, Anthony. This was my selfish reason of having you up here. If I, I didn't need no fucking thanks. I, I, I just need to hear why you're doing art in Web3. That's my, like, because if I can figure out that, then I can figure out or I can explain to others what the importance of doing what you're doing. But I can, what, we'll get to that. I want to, I want to, I want to start from the very beginning since the, the birth of Anthony and Web3. So when did you get involved into Web3? Whether, and also like secondary question here, did you start as an artist or did you start as a hobbyist? I started in Web3 in early 2021, and this has been my life, my, you know, my entire life, just me creating paintings and now uh, transitioning into digital art. I've been uh, consistently creating every day for nine years, and right now I'm really becoming a lot more obsessed with digital art. Ever since I was able to make sales through my paintings, I was able to buy an iPad. And now I'm just uh, creating, and this year alone has been, I mean, this past these past 12 months have been amazing. You know, I'm starting to get the recognition, and, uh, you know, like, one each sales are coming in, and, you know, things are just going great. So I'm looking at your portfolio right now. Is this your art in your bio, anthonysal.eth.co? This is the art yeah. you make? Yeah. What it's it, what, basically just what's that um i'm sorry go ahead so i create these like nature like adventure like illustrations and i use this wooden mannequin as my signature character and i use this character because it's neutral i want people from all around the world to be able to connect and relate with the character and feel like they fit in you know you know fit into those shoes and see themselves in these stories that i'm making damn when you explained it that way that actually hit which did one of these ones I'm looking at sell for one ETH? Uh, yes, a few. Uh, so the one that you see, uh, Lifecycle, the one with the bike, mm. that sold for one ETH. The Golden Hour sold for one ETH. Uh, the Van Camper Love, Froth bought that for one point eight ETH. Um, uh, yeah, you know things have just been going great. And right now I have one. Uh, list just minted it two days uh, a day ago. It's titled Showtime. It's available right now for one eighth as well. Reserve, and a lot of my work is inspired by New York City. Uh, I go, the, I, I grew up in Connecticut and used to always go to New York City. Uh, I just found a lot of inspiration there. I would take a lot of photos to use as reference and inspiration. And these past uh, few years, I've just been going a lot more. I'm from North Carolina, and uh, my dream is to live in New York City. That's where I want to continue my art career. So a lot of my work is just like manifestations and just putting it out there that this is like what I like 
the type of life I want to live. I want to be creating. I want to be riding bikes. I just want to, you know, be able to see sunsets every day and, and work on my art at Central Park. You know, it's like one of my favorite things to do. Go to Central Park, lay on the lawn and just create on my iPad or canvas. That's that's what I'm trying to do. You like New York. Yeah. I just, I, I can't explain. I just really love going on walks, going on bike rides. I love the energy, the, cha- the chaotic energy. And, uh, you know, I just feel like I fit right in. Well, there's only two cities in America that even exist. It's L.A. and New York. I love L.A. too. I just of course you do. a little bit more walkable. Of course you do. Yeah. Why don't you give these other cities a chance, Anthony? I do. I mean, I love L.A. too. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I don't know. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Outside of L.A. And, and New York, is there any other place that you have that same feeling, or is it just New York and, and going to Central Park, and, and there's nothing that can replace that? The grass uh, at Central Park just hits differently. Right, you know. <laughs> so there's nowhere else in the United States that and pique your interest whatsoever. You know, I like, I like the, the feeling of being out in nature as well. But there's just something about being able to go outside and be able to connect with a lot of other creatives that are like right around me, like at any moment. And something about just the city being live at all hours of the day that really just hits different. The city is live at all. I think in my experience, if you're like looking for like 24 hours liveliness, I don't I think there's other places outside of New York. But you're probably right. Um, Central Park. The amount of create creativity there is probably there. Probably isn't many places on Earth that will top that. All right, you make art. You've been doing it for how long? You've been doing NFT specific art. March, two thousand twenty one. March two thousand twenty one. Yeah. Um, so I joined the space that I didn't make my first NFT sale until. January, the last week of January of 2022. So yeah. this time last year was your first sale. Yeah. So you've been, you've been, to, okay. Did you update? Okay. Is that, did you do the sappy seal art? No. What do you mean? Um, I don't know. Um, I would be using the, 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 the art you make. Why do you use that as opposed to the art you make as your PFP? Um, I just really love the community here, you know, uh, I don't know. Those sappy seals are ugly as fuck. You think? They look like little marshmallow men. <laughs> and they all look the same. I don't I like the way mine's like, my favorite color is purple. Yours really looks exactly like everyone else's. Yours looks exactly what you like the way yours, yours looks exactly like everyone else's. You know, like whenever people are charged from like a criminal act. And they line up five people and they ask questions. If the sappy seal, if someone commits an act and sappy seal is a criminal, I assume it's everyone. And they all look the same, Anthony. So I'm just giving you a heads up. Be careful with the association of the sappy seal. Uh, all right. So you got your, I hear you, got, you. you got your first sale, your first commission in the end of 2022. Did you do commission work outside of Web3? Yes, I've been doing this since early 2014. So I've been creating paintings, like canvas paintings. And a lot of this just been consistent work. You know, I grew up in Connecticut. Uh, what really got me started was when, you know, 
after graduating high school, like we, I was going through some like uh, family trouble where, you know, my dad lost his job. So we got our home like uh, foreclosed. We had to move to our grandparents' house, like all six of us into this like two bedroom house. It was really uncomfortable. And during this like depressing time, like I started to, uh, you know, painting was a hobby at this point. And then I sort of caught myself just creating more and more to distract myself and escape from like this, like, you know, mess that we were in. So I started getting a lot more hooked and I realized that what really made me happy was creating these colorful, vibrant, you know, energetic works of art. And what I caught myself doing was, you know, I've always been a big fan of nature and hiking ever since I was a kid. You know, as a kid, I would always go be in the woods of my backyard, just hanging out with my neighbors and playing all these like imaginary games. So I sort of caught myself doing that with my art. You know, I was creating these stories and what I wanted to do was be able to, um, what I started to realize was I really found happiness in this type of work. And then I started storytelling. Once I, we finally moved out of there, I realized I needed a signature character because every great story has a character. And I wanted a character that everybody could really uh, relate to. And if I did a boy or a girl, then other you know, uh, demographics would not be able to connect. So that's why I selected a uh, wooden mannequin figure. And yeah, yeah, I love that. I actually love that. That's the one thing that I really like about this. I'm not like an art enthusiast by any means, but the, that actually like resonated with me. When you said it that way, I was like, oh, shit, that's a very good point. And I think like I appreciate it. One day in retrospect, the years of struggle will strike you as the most beautiful. I think that's kind of that's Sigmund Freud the, talking about like how struggle Leads to kind of what you're saying. You you said that you had to, or like I'm guessing you struggled. Look, man, uh, we all struggled, Anthony. I don't know if you know this, but I, when I used to eat cereal, I had to eat with that shit with a fork. And um, when I had my fruity pebbles, I would eat it with a fork. Well, Alex, why did you eat your fucking cereal with a fork? Well, that's because I wasn't allowed to drink the milk. I would eat my fruity pebbles with a fork and pour that shit right back in the milk carton. So after we had fruity pebbles, we'd have to drink fruity pebble milk for a week long. So that's kind of like struggles i've been through i don't know i feel like that's but yeah it, it led to yeah. create it led to creativity though what you're saying do you think you were more creative during that period of time or where you're at right now um you know i thought about this i think the the drive back then was more of like i need to get out right now my drive is more like i would say like right now, I'm like creating happy. I'm excited when I create. Back then, I was like looking for an escape. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. All right. So, you know, when you're like, all right. So, if you're like down, you're feeling, you know, depressed or something, and you're looking for an escape, you might do something that, you know, takes you out or makes you forget about what you're dealing with. That's sort of what like art was at the time for me. And would you would you consider that like is it a, a vacation, like you're taking vacations from reality? Yes, because especially with the work that I was creating, because even though my life seemed cloudy and dark at the time, the worlds that I was creating was were were very vibrant and sunny, and you see a lot of sunsets in my work. Sunsets to me bring me hope, and they really are like a symbol of like you know today was just another chapter in your life. Tomorrow's another day. So that's like what it really means to me. That's why there's so many sunsets in my work. Hmm. What are your thoughts on 
Like, okay, so you enjoy painting. I enjoy going to the beach. Do you think that's me just escaping my reality and not handling my problems? Um, Why do you think I like going to the beach? Did you like going to the beach as a child as well? Sometimes it's all about connecting with your inner child. You think that... what, what makes that, that little version of you like happy, you know, because our inner child is like the roots of ourselves. You know, if you're feeling down, you got to sort of reach the, like, you know, tap in with yourself, you know, ask yourself, what is like the, 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 the child in you? Like, what did they want? What do they want to be more seen, more heard? Like, what, what do they want? So that's like how I've been like trying to like, I guess, always tap in with myself to see what I need to feel happy. Okay. Well, I guess I go to the beach because it makes me happy. Yeah, that could be it. There's, there's probably something about the beach. Maybe the sound of the waves that just bring you peace. I don't know. Yeah, I could go to the beach every single fucking day of my life and be carefree. Could you could you do that with, with what you're doing? Uh, yeah, because I, I do it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that is very powerful. The fact that you were able to do something like that, find your beach, and now you can do that effortlessly. No matter how hard I try, Anthony, I will not be able to make art in the same way as you because you found it. You found your beach. My beach, though, is doing these fucking spaces. Uh, my beach is coming on these spaces and talking to other humans. I don't know why I enjoy it. I mean, why do you enjoy art, Anthony? I like being able to express myself and show everything that's going on in my mind. You know, be able to tell all these stories, all these, uh, I guess, fantasies that are in my head. Like, it's just a way to document everything that's going on in my mind, all my desires and wishes. You know, all the paintings and works of art that I create, whether it's on canvas or digitally, these are worlds that I want to be in. So, like, everything's very optimistic. That's the way I like to live my life. That's, yeah, that's amazing. I, I feel it too. You know, for some reason, your art, maybe it's just the way you explained it. It actually resonated with me. I was like, damn, I'm thinking now I'm that wooden mannequin looking into the sunset. So it is really cool to see. All right. Did you trade NFTs prior to doing NFT art? No, I actually, I do that now sometimes too. You know, you know, the gen flipping, it's pretty fun sometimes, but uh, let me think. Before doing art, now. So you just were an NFT artist. You got yeah. involved. So you got involved though in, in twenty twenty one. You didn't get your first commission until a year later. Right. I was like, I would say I was like, you know, on the bench. I was watching. I really wanted to learn from everybody in here. Um, that's the best way to explain it. I was really just on the bench watching. Were you making art between uh, 2021 and 2022? Definitely, yeah, every day. There's were people, content, yeah, what's that? Were people, were they listed, were they up for sale? Uh, yes, so here's the thing. Uh, Ju- I think around July 2021, I listed it for the, uh, listed for the first time. It was like, a, uh, it was a physical that included, it was an NFT that included a physical. It didn't do well, I burned it. And then I took another few months off of just watching and trying to learn, jumping in spaces and seeing how other artists were succeeding. And uh, then 
then it came, you know, my time. Yeah, it looks like it became your time. When you're getting sales for one Ethereum, that's in these environments too, Anthony. Holy shit! What was your thought? What went through your mind when you got your first sale in in last year or this time last year? And how much was it for? My first sale, point one five. It was to NFT update, and that time it couldn't have come at a better time because this was a, like this was like a time when I was feeling like, damn, like I've been doing this for nine years and like you know, just art in general. And I'm still sort of feeling slept on. I feel like unheard and unseen. And I'm like wondering like what I'm doing wrong. You know, it comes like, you know, being an artist is like very, like a very emotional roller coaster. There's days where you're super happy and there's days where you're questioning yourself. So that's really what it felt like that day. Did you, wait, it took you nine years to sell your first piece? No, no, no. I'm just saying in general, when you, after nine years, you still feel a little slept on, you know, throughout the nine years before, uh, before NFTs, I was already selling canvas paintings for a few thousand. So it just doesn't, it, I guess when you enter a new space and you feel like a, like a newbie and you're trying to get your, you know, feet in the water and yet you still feel like, oh shoot, like, uh, nobody's noticing, you know, I don't know if you know what that feels like. I don't know, but uh, no, um, everyone notices me. Everything I do gets put under. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it didn't start that way, Anthony. Did not fucking start. Of course, I know what it feels like. Yeah, obviously. Oh, I mean, uh, fuck that. Oh, fuck that, Anthony. Fuck that. Um, yeah, dude. I think everyone feels. I feel that way. I'm like, damn. Like, no one recognizes all the work I put in. Um, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna continue to just put in more work, Anthony. But yeah. I think it's very frustrating, and especially in, in Web3, whenever you've got to deal with Bark putting out who's active right now every two, every two minutes on the minute and just sucking up all the attention off a dumbass tree. Meanwhile, you've spent nine years of your life crafting a skill, and it just goes unheard. So that's – that. okay, so you – I did not know you sold canvases for thousands of dollars. I'm, I found your first canvas painting. Um, it's got eight likes. It's got eight likes. I looked at uh, Bark Suzak. It's got 800 likes. Okay, so I pinned it to the top. You said these sold for thousands of dollars? Which one? I don't see it pinned yet. It takes a second. But you were selling okay. these canvases. Maybe not these ones exactly, but you were selling these canvases. Are you known outside of Web3? Um, I don't know. Uh, I used to have another Instagram account that had a, a 10.5K but then I shut it down. Yeah, so see these right here. These are pretty big canvases. Uh, these do sell for thousands. I have these today in my studio still. Uh, my plan for these two that you see uh, pinned up here, once I become a little bit more well-known in the space, I would love to introduce the idea of NFTs, including the physicals, because I really, really love these two pieces, and I, I, you know, I see them as very valuable. And right now, one ETH isn't going to cut it for these Two plus the physical so you know i really would love to introduce these and mint these as well i see why did you go digital why did you stop doing physical because it sounds to me you're having a ton of success doing these canvases for thousands of dollars the amount of time it takes like a painting like this would take me about two months of just consistently working every day for about you know 10 to 15 hours a day and with digital 
here's the thing uh when i create paintings like these acrylic paintings they take so much time to dry and what i love about digital right now is you don't you don't have to wait for the paint to dry you don't have to like if you make a mistake you don't waste a few hours of your time of your of the of the time that you were painting to you know paint over it and then fix that that mistake because now digital just two taps of a button and you undo the mistake so that's what i love about digital right now uh that doesn't mean that i'm done with acrylic painting i, I love acrylic painting and you know i will continue to make acrylic paintings but yeah digital has been so fun okay yeah that's that's very fair i i imagine um yeah that's that's the pool for digital and it's there's a lot of reasons why I enjoy digital versus physical art. So you are, I'm trying to find, do you have um, a singular page that shows, oh, I think I found it. It's the foundation app. Is that where it has all your digital paintings? Yes. Are the, so last sold one ETH, one ETH, one ETH. You got three sales for one ETH. Yeah. Where's, where's the point one five? Uh, so I think those were on OpenSea. Those actually, uh, you would have to go to OpenSea. Okay, I'm gonna go to OpenSea. What do I look up on OpenSea? Uh, Anthony, actually, wait, no, those are manifold cells, so I don't know if they show up on OpenSea. I mean, I could retweet the. I have the tweets. I could just retweet it where it says like sold for one for point one five. You know what I mean? Just your first one. I want to see who bought it. So oh, it was NFT you... update. You know him? NFT update. Yeah. Is that the guy that updates NFTs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. he, he does spaces all the time. 288,000 followers. Holy fuck. Uh, 26 likes, though, on his tweet. So really interesting ratio going on with that account. I, I'm sure. Well, the fact that he got your first sale is pretty dope. Maybe I'll have to talk to him and see why. He's been why. a great mentor. He's been a great mentor. You know, uh, just great friend, great mentor. Okay, I'll follow him. All right, I'll follow him. Um, what? So he bought – why did he – so he – is he an artist himself? Why, how do you know him? Uh, through just following him and engaging in his tweets. He saw my tweet when I, uh, when I had the, uh, the, it was a basketball. It was a, I think I, I probably still have the tweet. I have to look it up, but it was a basketball uh, themed work of art with the wooden mannequins, like dunking on the basketball hoop. And it, it's just something he loves. He, he loves basketball. And I think it was something that really connected with him. So, uh, he collected it. Super grateful. It was the first piece in the NFT space that I sold. Yeah, I think it's always, well, for me, it's important to be grateful for that type of people, like paying shit forward. You know, I imagine N NFT update got nothing in return. Well, he got the art, but like as far as like notoriety, anything, I think he just really enjoyed you just existing and doing this type of shit. Uh, I won't be buying shit for one ETH. You're fucking out. You were in the fucking bear market, Anthony. I'm not your target customer. I am not going to be buying. And and it's one of is yeah. this, this is all one of one art, Anthony. Yes, yes. Okay. Did you ever consider maybe going the generative art route? Uh, what do you mean, like the style? Like, like doing like a, a 10k collection. Have you ever done no. art? Cause we're it looking. Sounds, it sounds I, very stressful, and like if I like if if I was the founder, you know, you mean if I was the founder of a 10k collection, I feel like that's a lot of responsibility, and uh, I guess a bit, you know, stressful. You know, I got a lot of people's money on like, like on my hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> like 10k people 
you know, coming at me every day, telling me, oh, what what I need to do with the, to raise the floor and everything. That's a little too much for me. I'm an artist. I really want to just focus on creating. What about just being associated with one? Because we're trying to get an, well, we've, we talked a couple artists. Majority of them are like 10K artists, like doing the NFT generative art style. Maybe you could be like the, the head of the art studio and you could be like, hey, you. F I don't know. I, I don't know. Have you ever had to work with other artists, Anthony? I don't think I've ever have to have, have had the chance to be in charge of something like that. But uh, it sounds interesting. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. You know, I'll, fuck it. I'll say it. artists are impossible to work with. You, I'll project that onto you, Anthony. You guys have to be like, well, it needs to be this. It needs to be that. And just things that do not strike me interest like i'm like wait you're actually concerned about this and that like the the concerns you have and the concerns i have are just completely i'm like i need this fucking today and and majority of art whoa this takes time then you know we've got to incubate these types of things like we can't just rush these things I'm like no we need it right fucking now so okay so you you're now okay let's fast forward i don't know what happened between 20 um 2021 or i'm sorry 2022 till this wait was it 2021 your first sale, 2022, January. It was 2022. January 2022. And basically, I saw the momentum pick up end of summer, like August. And that's when I started like being super active, like full-on reply guy. Uh, yeah, just being super active and also uh, joining like artist chats and just uh, making lots of new friends. And uh, yeah, you know, one thing like this space just moves fast a lot of people talk and when you stay consistent like you know everything just starts to pick up yeah agreed so you you gained notoriety through replying to people in web3 by engaging with people in web3 i believe that's how the engagement picked up for sure over the past few months, I mean, even if you look through my GMs from like two months ago, they were getting like seven replies and yeah, you know, it, it just picked up. I, I wish I knew how, but it just really, it just, it was just consistency. Interesting. One of the biggest art collectors that I know of is, I don't know, do you know who Machi is, Anthony? I do. Okay. I don't know. <clears throat> um, he was telling me just kind of how like the one of one art scene works are you familiar with like tyler hobbs uh no he did the fidenza it's like the like squiggly line well not the squiggly line like these like i don't even know how to explain it uh fuck he just does like lines on a fucking nft and regardless it sells for 100 ETH. it's like a smaller collection it's total bullshit in my mind but uh, Macho's kind of explained to me how, he, like, investors will back a certain artist, like, and you can control things whenever you you're dealing with such a limited supply. And to me, it sounds like Anthony, your supply is very limited. How many NFTs have you sold thus far? I think about maybe ten. I I I don't drop new works super often. Uh, uh, maybe one one of one every month maybe yeah it hasn't been that much i like to keep the supply low because I, I really put out my best work if i create something that i don't feel like it's one-on-one -on -one worthy i won't drop it 
Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you said you've been doing it for over a year. Yeah, if you only sold 10, that's less than one per month. You you said Farouk bought your latest one? No, my latest one was uh, by a friend collector. His name is Mechanic. He bought it on January 1st. And uh, Farouk bought the canvas with the, uh, I mean, the NFT with the physical. He says he has it displayed in his room now. He uh he bought this back in over the summertime. You know what's very important in my mind, Anthony, is not only is the art, but the collectors who collect the art. So if you have the Farouks of the world collecting your art, I'm not interested. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Look, laughing emoji. I'm just kidding. Um, it's a joke. Hang on, we got Senior up here. I'm gonna go over to Senior real quick, and then we'll get back to Anthony. Senior is an artist in Web three as well. Who's your Web3 training partner. Okay. Um, that's a pretty good one, Senior. You know, you didn't need to pay it to the top. Uh, public, like, tweets are public-facing. Uh, if I scroll past and didn't hit the like or retweet or comment button because I didn't like it and because I probably didn't want to reply to it and probably because I didn't want to retweet it. And now I've got to do it twice. Now I've seen it on the Jumbotron. Uh, senior, you're doing art. I think you're doing art in Web3. Have you done any commissioned art, Senior? Yeah, I've done a, a couple of pieces, but it's uh, mostly just been kind of like graphic design work. Um, I, I understand what you're saying about the whole artist having like, being hard to work with and stuff and you needing it right now. Uh, so I think maybe you might not need an artist. You might just need like a uh, multimedia designer to pump out everything that's in your head. Um, they're usually faster. Uh, artists tend to like really hold out, like you said, incubate it go after edit after edit till they think it's perfect. And, uh, you know, I kind of ran into that brick wall when I first got into this space because I didn't, I come from a graphic design background and everything in Web3 has led to people calling me an artist and stuff. So it's kind of like a switcheroo for me. Um, but now I'm like, nah, I, I can't be an artist. As much as I try to be an artist, like uh, if I try to be an artist, I wouldn't put out work. So what I try to do now is just like pump out some, you know, not 100% done art, but just, you know, pump out graphics that the people like uh, and, that that relate to Web3 and crypto. But if I take my time, I can pump out better work. It's just, you know, how fast and how much content do I want to put out? Okay. Yeah, I think maybe that's what I need to get. Uh, whatever you just said, you probably need to DM it to me, that title. I need to go like indeed.com and look for that fucker because... Yeah, working with artists, oh, fuck, just, like, does my head in, does my absolute head I thought, look, you know what, Chum's up here, we got three artists up here, I got Anthony Chum Sr., I thought HUD was Chum, I saw that stupid-ass dolphin, I was like, oh, there's Chum, you know, he does, you want to talk about people that do dumb shit, Chum makes his, you know what, Chum, what do you use to make your art? Microsoft Excel. I mean, Microsoft Excel. Well, who the fuck does everyone knows it's like the rows with the sheets, like it's the, and it got like the, the tables and it, he's building, he's. I just can't make this shit up. I cannot make this shit up. I've never heard. I was like, Microsoft Excel. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Like are you doing work. Like you do you doing like financials? Like, no, I'm making art. I'm making art with Microsoft Excel. Well, you know who failed uh, the classes. I don't know if you had to take classes on like 
how to use office suites and shit. But we know who failed. Motherfucker was doing art while we were trying to piece together some. T- what's up? What's up, Dub? You're not an artist. What? How did you get up here? What do you mean? I'm an artist. You're not an artist, dude. Yes, I am. This is artist only I, hour. I craft. I hone my craft every single day. I'm an artist by nature and trade. Okay. I guess you're loosely using the term artist. What art have you made? I curate my tweets. I curate my lesson plans. I curate my day-to-day life. That's that's art. I knew you were going to say some dumbass shit like that. That's, that's not phenomenal. art. Yes, that's not is. art. Yes, it is. You walk into the gym. You have a specific way you're doing your workout. That's art. You're an artist. Okay, the way I eat my burritos is art now. You don't eat burritos. You eat fucking rice and beans and chicken, bro. No. You eat the most bland shit now that Machi's out of your hair. Mm, no. Yeah. Dup, you can't just claim everything is art. Yes, I can. Why no, not? You can't, no, you Tell can't me why do that. I can't. Because that's not how art works. You can't just... You're slapping a lid on my jar and how I perceive art. All right. Well, I'll be sure to be in line to never touch whatever you're trying to sell or trying to make art of. Like, what? Your art is taking pictures of Starbucks coffee. Just taking overpriced coffee and taking pictures of it. Look at my pictures, though. I don't even have a good camera. I have an iPhone like 9, bro. And I'm taking quality photos of that Starbucks. That is art. What is this welcome to the Dup Cafe? And why am I in there? Wait a second. <laughs> I didn't give you the IP rights for me. Is that Bark? Mark? Like, Thread Guy? You got fucking Pencil? What's the fucking, what's the penguin's name? Uh, Moose? Joey Moose? Is that King Fudd in the back? Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is a pretty decent picture. Who did this? Uh, the cats. Mm. Cats. Have you not, you've seen on my other stuff, right? My, like, all the other banners. Remember the one that, uh, that one project did where we're talking around in a circle or where we're in the classroom? No. Yes, you do. Okay, just tell me the project name. Go ahead or and the, show it, King. Or the, yeah, I know the, you're like, you want me or, to show it. You or the show one it. You, or the one I'm you not saying it. You say it. The, I'm not going to say it. The one, uh, the chess players the other day. Do you see that one? Yeah, you tell me who's same. doing it. I'm just saying it's the same artist. I know who it is. Yeah, it's the same style. Yes. Every artist no. has a, a specific style. No, it's the style. same artist. The artist is cracked. He's, he's all over the place. Do they do um, collections, or they just do these like concept art? I think they ha- they have a they do collection, yeah. Why are they doing so much for you? Why are they doing so much? Because I give back. What do you give back? Uh, my platform. I don't know. Your platform's dog shit. Look, look at Dump Cafe. It's got eight hundred and ten likes. That's cracked. All right. Well, what what have you done for artists? Um, I've done. Wait. What have I yeah. done for artists? Yeah. Ask me again from listener. All right. We got – okay, I want to get back to the artist. I'm sorry we had an interruption from someone who's never made a fucking piece of art in their fucking life. Absolute just taker. We got uh, we got Chum up here. I'm going to ask Chum real quick. Chum, why do you use Microsoft Excel? First of all, why do you make art? And, and secondly, why do you use Microsoft Excel? Um, yeah, I make it because it's like therapeutic. It's like pixel art is like completing a puzzle or something. So it's it feels good when it's done and you have like every pixel perfectly placed. So I just do it for like uh, therapy, for fun. I haven't sold a single piece. I make art for people for free. And sometimes they insist on paying me for it. Like I'll make profile pictures. But 
I used Microsoft Excel because it was a program that was familiar to me. Like when I first got interested in NFTs, I was fascinated with all the pixel art. Like I got onboarded when those two CryptoPunks in February 2021 sold. So I was definitely, um, you know, fascinated with all the pixel art and wondering why that was so popular. And it felt like creating that was within reach. And I used the program that was most familiar to me that I knew had the capabilities to do it. So I just started using Microsoft Excel. I never really stopped. And they've actually updated Microsoft Excel to include like more color picking options. And I don't think anyone is actually really using it to create pixel art, but they've made it a lot easier to create um, uh, over the last few updates. And on top of that, you can share the sheet using OneDrive and you can share it with a friend or a collaborator and you can simultaneously work on it. Um, which is kind of cool. It's been like a video game replacement for me. So, yeah. Okay, so you actually have passion for what you're doing. That's like the best thing that can happen is finding passion and also finding passion to something that you 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 alluded to it. People were enjoying collecting in um crypto punks and you saw that passion and it just that's like the best case scenario. Find something I enjoy and then also like like filling a demand for humanity at the moment. All right, we got Block up here, also another artist. And I'm just curious, uh, Block, when did you get into doing art for uh, Web3? Um, uh, about a year ago, about a year ago. I've been doing art for about 13 years, though, but um, comic books primarily. And um, yeah, dude, 13 fucking years um, this this year, um, this this uh, January this year. So yeah, dude, um, it's been a long, hard road, but Web3... Um, just really started last year um and uh we started making comic books for people then we started doing uh, animations um then we started doing um pfp projects so um but i say we because i run a whole art studio i have a bunch of artists that we work with so that's sick uh i um what's the what's the most notable nft art you've done block uh, um, notable. Like when you say notable, what do you mean by notable? Because uh, there's there's a lot of different. Um, so we did Battlefly. We did we do their comic books. Um, every month we we put out a Battlefly comic. Uh, we've been late for this 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 last issue, but I just turned it in last night. Um, that was pretty notable. They have like I don't know, like forty k something holders or something like that. So it's like a it's like some kind of game. Like it's pretty notable, I, I would say. But um, but when you say notable, what do you mean by that? Maybe just like a collection that everyone would be like, oh, I've heard of that one. Dude, I'm trying. That's what I, that's what the goal is. I'm trying to get a, a notable collection to to see me, you know, to see our artwork and stuff like that. So I don't even know if I could even answer that. To be real with you, that's fine. Well, I'm sure it'll probably happen soon. Well, now I'm gonna be checking out Battlefly. So that's the one notable. Uh, we got Rocket Girl up here. Rocket Girl, are you an artist? Oh, hey guys. Yeah, I am sure an artist. Um, I've been yeah, I've been doing art um on. NFTs for about a year now, actually. Holy shit. I did not know. 
Are you doing one of one art or generative art? Uh, no, I just do one of ones. Um, and I also, um, so I just got onto Super Rare recently, so I've just had my first sale there. Um, but I also do, um, the reason I came up was because I saw Anthony in the crowd or in the, in the speakers. Um, I do cr- I create artists to do like a drop on Nifty Gateway. So he's one of my artists. I do that every, I think it's about every six weeks or so. So yeah. Hi, Anthony. <laughs> hey, Rocket. Wait a second. Okay, hang on. I'm not going to have Rocket Girl controlling the conversation. Can't just pass it over to Anthony. We could get. We can get to Anthony, Rocket Girl. We're talking about Rocket Girl. You know, um, don't get nervous, Rocket Girl, just because questions are coming your way. Don't get nervous. You get put out of service. Um, all right. So you're doing one of one on Super Rare. I've been... I've been wanting to get involved. Is Super Rare just focused on one of one art? Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, you can just um, you can only mint one of ones there, so um, it's it's pretty good. But um, they, mostly it's uh, kind of auctions. There's not really like buy be, be, um, you can't really buy it stuff now. It's mostly like twenty four hour auctions and stuff. So yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll look. I'm going to be looking at yours today too. You know, I I fall, fell into this trap of only talking to developers because. I'm I'm obsessed with technology and like, but I've I have i have never really focused in on the artist side of things. So that's what I'm going to start doing going forward is focusing on the people that are making the things work. We got Anthony, um, Anthony. I'm looking for Anthony. What's your thoughts on AI art versus doing um phys- like? What's your thoughts on AI art? My thoughts are very open minded. I see it as a tool, although I've never used it. I really like to see how people are now incorporating it with their work. I see, I, I was in a space the other day where an artist said that although they don't create AI art, they use the AI art for uh, references and poses. And I guess to sort of get an idea of how they want their piece to look, because sometimes it's hard to, you might have the ideas, but you, it, it might be hard to imagine the scene for, for certain people. Um, so I think AI art is like uh, it's just a tool. It's a great tool, and I think it's just going to get bigger from here. All right, Bart, do you think AI will replace all artists? I'm going to take silence as agreement. Bart thinks AI. Well, let me go to WebD. WebD will AI Yo. replace all yeah, artists? I can't Fuck. What the fuck? Uh, no, I think art is important. Is he uh, rugging? I can't hear him. No, don't worry, he's gone. I can't deal with that type of shit. All right, uh, you know, as soon as I start talking about AI, people's hands come flying the fuck up. Everyone knows the answer to AI. All right, senior, do you think AI will replace all artists? Hell no. Have you seen their hands and eyes? They don't. They, they, it hasn't gotten trained enough. And on top of that, I feel like every AI generated artwork is copyright infringement because the guy from all these AI people they fed the AI images of um from online and didn't get permission from the original content uh, creators. So it's one of those things where you can use it as a starting point, uh, which is good. If you're a graphic, if you're an artist. You're not going to like it. But if you're like a graphic designer, it's going to help you with your workflow and pump out content faster. Um, It just depends on what you're using it for. But if you're going to try to sell a collection from AI, I think there might be a lot of legal issues in the future with that. Glad you think there'll be legal issues and copyright infringement. Uh, Can you show me your lawyer degree? 
Yeah, let me just go to chat GPT real quick and pass the bar. <laughs> Literally, that's what it's like. Um, all right. Well, just because you got the mic senior does not make you right. I'm going to pin it to the top. Will AI replace all artists? Um, yes or no? I'll give my answer towards the end. I'm going over to WebD. WebD, your mic was Yo, rugged, so I Yeah, it was rugging the fuck out. Every time I unmuted it, re-fucking muted me. Yo, Elon's trying to shut us down, man. It's because you guys were talking about the V word the other day. But uh, anyhow, I do think so to a degree. Like, yes, you can say, oh, there's a humanity aspect to it. We're all human and pure. And then there's like this, you know, uh, like part of humanity we can never replace. What if you didn't fucking know, right? Like, what if Block, what if, what if Anthony was a fucking AI bot and I had no idea? Is that going to change how I feel about his art? No, I'd still think it's dope and I'd have no fucking idea. So, like, I think a lot of that is just, like, our, uh, our cognitive resistance to, like, just accepting it for what it is. Like, if anything, we should embrace it and, like, okay, how do we use this to make even better art, faster art, more efficient art? Because apparently that's the only thing we like to do as humans. Become more fast and more efficient and spend less time doing minuscule things agreed but does is, does art fall in that same category oh fuck uh, <laughs> i mean not really because there's some parts of art yes we can never replace right there's there's a, the emotion that's put into creating some of these i mean you could ask these artists up here we're going to hear their feedback and i'm sure they're going to tell me i'm completely wrong which i i agree with right i agree to disagree but there's a part of that that you know, they feel could never necessarily be replaced. But we're all just inputs and outputs, right? So if I took every single one of their inputs and put it into something, it's going to give me an output. Whether it's the same output and distinguishable by me as a human being, I don't know. You know, I really don't think we're that smart. All right, Webb. I think I'm going over to Rocket Girl. Rocket Girl, do you think someone that does AI art makes better art than people that do not make AI art? Um, that's quite a good question because I, I actually do both. Um, I do both uh, physical art and I've just started recently using AI um, as a background and I kind of paint over it. Um, I think it's I think it's just really early days, you know, and it's for me it's something that has given me a lot of freedom so I can kind of imagine things better and, you know, just I don't have any problem with it um, and I've kind of, it's helped my career a lot. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just... Um, I think it just depends on the person behind it, obviously, as well. So, you know, if you've got good ideas, they've got to come out in a really good way, I think. Uh-oh. Am I, am I rugging? No, I think she rugged, man. Fuck. No, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, I can hear yeah. you. Yes. You got cut off. I see. I'm walking about the house here. But, yeah, it's just, um, I think it just depends on the, if you've got, like, dope ideas, you're going to be able to, create them better um you know if you use ai the right way but at the same time there's my problem with it is there's so much um arguing going on and bitching and moaning between like other artists and i'm just like just you know it's just a tool just leave it <laughs> kind of interesting so you you don't mind ai art oh, no, i totally love it yeah i love it as much as i like anything else you know it's just um if it's if it's good it's good and i don't really like I know so many amazing AI, AI artists um, and they, the work that you put into it is really, there's quite a lot, you know, it's not a case of just going to mid journey and <laughs> writing a couple of words and stuff, but yeah, I just like it all. I'm pretty chill. Okay. I, I'm now an artist. I'm going to start just blasting these AI arts out. Me selling them on super rare for thousands of dollars. One of ones. I typed in, 
um, a mutant ape that looks cooler than a board ape. So I'm going to be selling these on the, if you're going to looks where I look up my account, I think I'm going to start the, be like the 10 ETH. Rock, Rock Girl, people spend hours and hours, I'm sorry, probably like countless amounts of time crafting a skill. And now AI is going to literally give me, you're saying I'm on the same playing field as you? <laughs> um, I, I not not necessarily, but um, like I'm still a bit I'm still a bit old school because I I like I said I use kind of AI backgrounds that I still paint over you know I do like fifty fifty my work and the AI so um I, probably because I just like to do that you know <clears throat> interesting all right all right I'm I'm serious I'm gonna start doing AI art for super rare. I'm gonna try it out now. You've you've inspired me to just pump out some fucking one-liners and put them on to Super Rare and see what the fuck happens. I don't know what happens. I don't expect any. Like I, I AI is so fucking powerful. It's um, if I'm not using it, I feel like I, I'm falling behind. But I want to hear like artist perspectives on hearing AI art versus doing actual art. Uh, what's what's up? What's up, Chum? Um, yeah, this is like a conversation that happens like all across crypto Twitter. And it feels like the negative perspectives are mainly coming from people whose jobs and livelihoods would get replaced by AI. And we're like pretty early into AI art too. I feel like as time goes on, it's going to get better and better and better. And most people are using it as kind of a crutch right now. Anyway, they use it to get the initial idea down and then they put their little touch on it. But I don't, know if it was necessarily bad before they just feel like they need to have a hand in it so it's not completely done by ai i mean i feel like it's going to completely replace artists and it speeds up the amount of time to create stuff and like i was having a conversation with someone about um like art in offices like dental offices and um like when you are furnishing an office and you're trying to pick out paintings or art or whatever to hang up you don't have that many options but ai gives you the ability to create a variety of options that you can choose from and i think that that's like an industry that will be revolutionized by ai art where you can get something that's specifically curated for exactly what you want and you can choose from a bunch of different options that aren't copyrighted in any way the way i look at it is like leather versus pleather it just seems like they're like kind of the same, but then they're, it's just like, I don't want the pleather shit. I want the real shit. We got BB art design up here. Uh, hello, see. hello. Yeah, about the AI. Um, we also need to ask the question. It's really accessible for everybody what it will do in the future because what you're now seeing, everybody is doing AI and what will happen with all the other stuff. So the other stuff will get more rare. And uh, yeah, because AI is overstelping the whole market. So that's that's a point we also need to think about if we invest. So uh, a lot of people that are really good now will make a name. And yeah, it's going to be really difficult for all the rest to make its name in the AI. All right. I think... Um... Uh, Web D's yeah. gotten opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, it, was, yeah. it was more so. Oh, yeah, don't worry. You can get your opinion from listener. It's the way these spaces work. Um, you got to put your hand up. You know, everyone here on the spaces, an equal. You're not going to come up here, even a co-host. 
You're a glorified speaker. You're not anything special. You see, I, I could just, I can, I can sense it. I saw, his, I saw his mic come off. He thought his opinion was more irrelevant than mine, or more relevant than mine, which isn't. But also, mine isn't as relevant as his either. So we're on, we're on playing fields, Webb. You can request to speak. Uh, you, can, you can throw your hand up. That's the only way you're, you're getting called on. Uh, I'll never make a co-host ever again from this day on. All right, Omni, I see you've been respectfully waiting as opposed to you know, people that come up, re- remove themselves from mute, and think that their opinion is more relevant. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Um, so, Omni, you're also an artist. You know, as soon as we started talking about artists, um, tons and tons of artists are now requesting to speak. Like, I think everyone that's requesting is an artist. I think we're going to have to start doing these type of spaces more often. Like, maybe just talking. I'm like, yeah, I think it's pretty cool just to hear from their standpoint why they chose to do art. All right, so Omni, why do you do NFT art? And do you think AI will replace all artists? Hey, guys, good morning. Thank you for having me on. Well, I must. Okay. Uh, the thanks part, you're, I'm, not, I'm not grateful that you're here. I'm being transparent here. If you come up and you think that, oh, thanks for having, no. We just want to know, look, I asked you two direct questions, Omni. No one, I guarantee, you know, I, I do this every single time, Omni, when someone says, thanks for having me. No one, no one cares that I'm here. I've never, I never like, thanks for listening. No, no one cares. People come in because they want to, you want to hear information. They want to hear perspective. They want to gain something from here. Do they gain stuff when I say, thanks for listening? No, I've, I've, I've just wasted their time. All right, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, no one's grateful that you're here. We would like to know from an artist, artist perspective, what's their thoughts on AI art? But what got you in NFT art? I I'm selfishly want to know what got you in NFT art, but I'm sure others would like to know the perspective of an artist seeing like their livelihood on the chopping block, possibly. So those are your two questions, Omni. If you say thanks for having me, you're going to be in listener. Listen, man, I've been an artist my whole life, graphic designer, on-canvas art, graffiti artist, tattoo artist. And to see that AI art is having an impression, it's obviously going to take people like me off because these are things, these are mediums, these are abilities, talents that we've been working on our entire lives. And to have, you know, just any Tom, Dick and Harry come in with their AI art and think that they can do what we do, what we so arduously have been uh, practicing throughout the years to do, obviously is going to be upsetting. And I, in the long run, I don't think that it's going to replace uh, us as artists. Um, I think it's just going to be another thing that's going to fade away because with time, AI art, what it's going to do, it's going to dilute the market and it's going to continue to do so. And people are going to jump on that and realize that AI art is not where it's at, uh, plain and simple. It's, it's always interesting to see that I can just put in like three lines into some generator. And now I'm hearing, I know you're in disagreement with it, but I'm hearing others saying that there's a possibility that people could earn commission off of, I think it's ridiculous in my mind, but I don't know. That's just my initial, but maybe going forward, people are generating thousands of these things and reviewing it and putting in different prompts. And maybe there's an art to be had and, and doing that whole process, Omni. Perhaps if you can find it, I don't see it. Um, I think that art needs to move 
in the direction in which it's not diluted. Um, one-on-one art, I see it, I see it as a future. Um, right now, you know, the collections and all that stuff is really taking off. And for the past couple of years, it's been what it, what the NFT market is. But I see the, the future of the NFT market as more being uh, customizable pieces, uh, one-on-ones, um, limited collections, things like what you see in the real art world. Um, right now, NFT world is just, it's a wild, wild west, man. So everybody's doing what they can to try to get a collection out. And that's where uh, AI comes in. Uh, unfortunately, it's just a tool that, in my opinion, frauds and lazy people use because they can't create what us artists can create. So now they try to use this as what uh, Chum said. It's a crutch. Well, you can call it a crutch. I'll call it an advanced. I'm using power tools. You know, you're using a, a regular ass screwdriver. This shit just passed some like medical board bullshit that takes years and years and years and years of practice to, to pass. Now I'm seeing just completely obliterating years and years and years of, of art, you know, studying art and, and crafting in a skill that now it's going to get so advanced that you'll, it won't even be detectable. Like, oh shit, was this actually done or was this done by AI? How will you determine between the two in the near future, Omni? It's very simple. It's very, very, very simple. AI art, you can actually tell if it's AI art. Somebody with, you know, with a good eye for art is going to be able to tell right off the bat. Just like you can tell um, these, uh, these deep fakes. People say, oh, these deep fakes are super real. These deep fakes, nobody can, can get them confused. But in reality, somebody with a practiced eye can tell off the bat that it's a, that it's a deep fake. You know what I mean? It's going to be the same thing with art, bro. And as it moves forward and uh, as it moves forward and it's diluted by all this AI art, the market, it's going to begin to realize um, that real art, one-on-one art, um, one-on-one art that's sold with the actual sketch before it's actually painted. You know, things like this that can help prove that this piece, there's none other. With AI art, you can create a thousand pieces in, in an evening, dude. You know what I mean? And that's to me, doesn't have any value. Value are the pieces that you can tell, you know, something real from something fake. It's like it's like buying a freaking a diamond or one of those lab created diamonds. You know, Obviously the lab created diamond yeah. costs a lot less. OK, I, I can see that standpoint. I want to. Um, OK, we got WebD up here. Uh, WebD always has very insightful takes. I rudely I, I'll be honest. I rudely kicked them out. Uh, kind of made a mockery of it, kind of, you know, made an example like, hey, you're everyone's equal in Web3. Um, and I think maybe I went a little bit overboard by removing him. I think I want to go, um, you know, we'll, I've talked to him now for, I guess, this past week for several hours. Every time he speaks, I learn something. So I want to go back over to, to WebD. Um, you know, I enjoy learning from you. And for that reason, what's your thoughts on what about this conversation? I thought what Rocket...